That is the kind of weird part about when they when they start to censor people like that. It's like in in a day, someone might have been like on the last been been watching binge watching the entire thing, like on you know they're like one episode away, and then all of a sudden one person tweets something, and then the entire catalog is just gone, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, welcome to the week of Ghost in the Scene, guys. Obviously, we are talking about. The, uh, what what happened with Roseanne? Uh, I'm Gio, your uh, your host with my co-host Rob. Hi, Rob. Hey, Gio. Uh, it's been a busy week, uh, crazy week, uh, as always. I feel like I've been saying that every week, but um, you know, this is pretty big news. You know, that's like you said, like a a stroke of a tweet, and that's just like about twenty some odd years just vanished, poof, no more. And. It is nowhere to be found. In fact, and this is something that you, you can test yourself. If you have the, the privilege of having these DVDs on, on your DVD box set, they erased the DVDs with satellites and lasers. So you can't even watch the DVDs anymore, guys. Uh, and you better watch, you know, go, go, you better save your YouTubes and put them on some USB drives or something like that because they're going to take them out of YouTube as well. This is a complete censorship. I, I'm not saying that it's not warranted and justified, but I am saying that I I do like a lot of uh, the John Goodmans and the John Galeckis, um, and I do know that there is technology with the face swapping. Uh, Snapchat, get, get in on this. I know that the the what do you call it? The host of Snapchat is a ghost, and we I mean, we haven't really talked about it much, but that's very controversial. But Snapchat should just Snapchat. Um, face swap Roseanne out of out of the old episodes and yet Kathy Bates in there or anyone you know I, there's even talks of Laurie Metcalf becoming the main character of that show um you know this is Disney you know ABC is owned by Disney folks so they oh have the technology God. so it will happen just you wait. They, they're just wow. waiting to see how they put. I there's rumors down there that say they're going to put Mickey Mouse in the show. Wow, I wouldn't put it past them, guys. This is some serious breaking news. If Mickey Mouse shows up in that episode, season what is this, eleven or twelve? I'm gonna I'm gonna boycott myself. I'm boycotting. I was already boycotting just for the sake. Uh, I don't like reboots, and I think we've talked about this. Other than it just pulls ghosts. up all, all the bad ghosts, you know. Exactly. You're, re, you're resurrecting lots of ghosts there. And we really haven't hit on that much, but you really hit the nail on the head there. When you have a production, let's say in the 90s, 20 years ago, obviously there are ghosts that are on set. They are in the writer's room, in the director's camera. They're everywhere. And so then you have to think when you reboot something, you are – getting all of those ghosts and a whole crew of new ghosts and then you're putting them all into one small space. That's why they've had to make everything more HD because 
they have to have more room for the ghosts. People don't talk about, you know, uh, HD in that aspect, but the reality is that we all have to accommodate uh, Hollywood and they work with ghosts. And that's how, that's what ghosts wanted. And, but Joe, you know, I think we need to backtrack because uh, we're getting a little bit beyond the point. And the point is really about Roseanne. And that's what we're here to talk about tonight. Yes, you're right. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I was on one. I was on one. And I'm sorry. Um, this is about Roseanne and what happened to her, what she did, and what she was provoked to do. Uh, guys, no sympathy here. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like try to make any kind of amends. Just trying to say that she said anything right or she. I'm not. I'm not gonna try to assume anything that she thought. Okay. She's definitely guilty. Yes, guilty as charged. We all read it. I'm not gonna repeat it. She said something really fucked up, and uh, it should not be repeated. But the the matter of the fact is that she. People have been talking about this. She's been like this. For a while this is a pattern and it is not something that has gone without notice the public has seen some of her actions before and they took her to task every single time but for some reason she's just getting away every single time scot-free not this time but every single time before that she seemed to have some kind of teflon outer shell and i mean it just know. goes to show the the times that we are living in are completely changed. You know, ever since, uh, you know, this last fall and we were breaking the news that there's of all the rampant ghost abuse in Hollywood, um, things have changed. The conversation has changed. You out there are helping make this change by listening to our podcast, perpetuating these stories um, to to help us confront what's going on. Cause in the past, these stories have been completely swept under the rug and dismissed. That's, that's very true. And yeah, I think I'm it's easy to, to forget that it wasn't long ago, like even a year ago, last year, no one would have even heard us on any platform really. On YouTube. They, they would have seen us on YouTube. We were a hit YouTube show before we were a podcast. Um, but obviously much like Roseanne, a lot of our, Best material had been taken off by the Warner Brothers um, mm -hmm. due to copyright infringement and uh, other things like that. And the supposed copyright yeah, infringement. Exactly. I don't want to bore anybody with the legalities. Um, just it's an arbitration. It's in court, and we're going to deal with it uh, when it comes time to that. But for now, I want to talk about Roseanne in more of a studious way. I want to take a couple steps back, and I want to really look at the the life of this woman and try to understand how she got to this place where, where she's coming from. Obviously I know it's from a place of fear from a place of insecurity, uh, wanting to be uh, outlandish and outrageous and probably having some deep seated uh, racist views. But before she got to a couple days ago, 20 years earlier, she was dealing with some behind the scenes, madness i found a clip on online i'm surprised they haven't uh, pulled it yet but uh, it is from a documentary it is called feeding the monster feeding the monster uh it is a movie that made it in 1992 so 
you know, this is a kind of film that you know is going to be spooky going right mm-hmm. into it just by the title on its own. We got monsters. Monster. Uh, you know, this is something not yeah. to be taken lightly. 1992. Okay, let's just really quickly um, do a thought experiment. Guys, think of 1992. Now, take the one and put it on the other side of the two and then add those. So that would be 993. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, three times two is... That would, that would be six, of course. Six. So this was a year where you have to take into consideration that numerology included 666 in the year. But it's all twisted around. You know, that's the perspective to have on it. Because you really end up with two nines and then the six the other way. So the 666, you kind of have to do a spiral form. It's kind of taken into a form that it's ended is over itself. Exactly. Um, So it brings up a lot of uh, chaos but it also brings to light a lot of things as well it is as if it is feeding a monster exactly um and this is where we will start um this is a behind the scenes look into the life of roseanne and her then husband tom arnold they are um talking about the occult things that happened and she had to come to terms with some of the occult herself uh, allegedly, she dabbled, and I'm not sure if she came out of it all the better. I, I believe it actually led to the detriment of her health. So uh, let me play a little bit of this uh, interview for you guys. Gio, they haven't scrubbed it yet already. I mean, uh, yeah, I, you downloaded the files, right? Absolutely. To your, this, to your local this server. Is my, this is on my SD card in my USB camera, okay, in my attic. I, I did not give them a chance, and and I'm saying that with a wink because that is not where it, it actually is. Um, for, for the people that are listening, that is not where I hide all of my stuff, okay, guys? So let's get to uh, this clip here. Hopefully it's uh, not too loud. <laughs> it just isn't funny when a person at home does it. She's not a perfect mother, she's not a perfect wife, not a perfect person, but she's trying, you know, and she keeps trying and she tries schemes and scams now and then. And uh, she's not above lying or any human, she's not above her own humanity, which I think on on television when we watch here, you know, they're just putting these fable mythological people on. Okay, real quick. Hmm. So you hear, so you see here, she's talking about the behind the scenes. They are putting mythological people behind the screen. Fable. Fable. Mythological. Okay. Let's let's continue. They don't look like anybody real in the world. They don't talk or act like anybody real in the world. So they're not real. They're, it's that mirror thing again. Wow. Mirror thing. Did you hear that, guys? So she said they don't look like anybody... They don't talk like anybody, anybody real, which means that they are not real. She it's that is, mirror thing again. Yes, exactly. You you hit on it exactly one more time. This is two strikes for Rob. Um, he is becoming a, a very good hammerman. Exactly. She has had experience 
with this before. This is not her first time. And yet this was 20 years ago. This was 26 years ago. 2-6. That's 6-6. 26. Wow. I mean, it's what we've been... It's, it just sounds so similar to what we've been saying, Gio. You know, the, uh, the people walking among us who are possessed or perhaps other creatures. Um, you know, is she talking about vampires, perhaps, when she speaks of the mirrors? The mirror thing. Obviously, it is a call to vampires because of the fact that vampires cannot see themselves in mirrors. And you have to really consider what is a mirror these days. Okay, guys? When you have a cell phone, when you take a selfie, you are using a mirror to take a selfie. Your, the, the, the device in your hand is a mirror. It is a piece of glass. So a lot of people, and this is something that, that you're going you're gonna to find very interesting, uh, uh, people. A lot of people have found that most vampires do not like smartphones. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Johnny Depp with a smartphone. Neither have I. And in fact, uh, we're going to get into that um, in a little bit. Um, I think there's a little bit more um, we have to get to first. But yes, I have, I have not seen Johnny Depp with a smartphone. So think about that, guys. And start looking around for some, for some people that aren't looking at their phones. If they're not looking at their phone, they're probably a vampire. That's a dead giveaway. Okay? So Roseanne knew about this all, all the way back in 1992. Yes. Uh, I, 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 I'm a little, you know, surprised about that. And then now that, this is what we're saying before. People, I think, were more knowledgeable of these things, but we just didn't discuss it. Um, and it's surprising to hear Roseanne, of all people, starting to be clued into all this stuff. I mean, I, what happened? You know, we're going to have to ask Tom Arnold on, on that one. I think Tom has a lot, a lot to say about this that he's not saying. Tom, uh, it's, it's time you, you come clear as to what you saw. You were there too. You saw the same people that she saw. You were married. She probably told you things in confidence. I, I don't want you to break that confidence. I just want you to clarify some things for us, for the public, for, for our, our mental security. Because if, if she's talking about this 20 years ago, then you have to think that we are 20 years too late to solve this issue. Okay? We are 26 years too late to the party. And who knows what the vampires are up to. Well, actually, we do know what the vampires are up to, Rob. Um, it is time for our latest segment that, that we like to call Depth Step. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You guys loved it. We got a lot of emails uh, saying how much we, uh, you guys loved the Depth Step. So we decided to bring it back and like we said, we're only bringing it back because there is news with with Johnny Depp, and it and it is so synch- you know like synchronous because here we have Roseanne talking about vampires and the Hollywood vampires. This is a band that Johnny Depp is in with Alice Cooper, okay, and uh, what's his name? The the guitarist Joe Perry. No kidding. Yes, he all he uh, he is he has his own barbecue chili. Uh, Joe Perry, he's that he's that famous. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. That's what I know him for primarily. Yes, is the is the chili. I didn't get to know him as a musician till much later. Well, they are in a super group called the Hollywood Vampires. They've been on our radar for years. They've been together for I think three years, and we've been watching them. Every single time they play, obviously we don't buy tickets. We, you know, we do live streaming that kind of stuff. We don't want to give them money, 
and we don't want to have to be in the same room with these people because obviously they are vampires. It is a band of vampires. I mean, and streaming is also a way for, you know, you can put on certain filters mm-hmm. uh, online, especially if you are streaming the Hollywood vampires uh, who are touring in Europe. I think that's what we, we said that uh, yes. they're in Europe. So you know that there's actually now more advanced filters. I think we've all been getting the messages in your mailboxes. I hope you got our message about our privacy updates to, uh, you know, comply to these new rules in Europe that are helping us filter out some ghosts. So yes. big props to that. You know, streaming is a safe way to go about looking at these vampires without feeling the need to look over your shoulder. Yes, we really have to thank the Europeans for taking charge of this one. But we also... Ameri-C, Adonka. Yes. We're also going to have to give them a little slap on the wrist. Mm -hmm. So a little nine and a little no on that one. And a little nyet. Because you guys have accepted, welcomed with open arms a band of vampires, and they're going to be partying all around Europe, drinking blood of innocent and willing people. And this is and this is the sad part, okay? This is like uh, something that, I, that I, I didn't get to when I was talking about Roseanne, but I do believe that she was driven to madness, and in the time of desperation, the voice of a demon might have called out to her, and she might have answered with with her open heart, and and accepted the you know the racist demon in, into her heart. We can say that racism is absolutely a demonic feeling. It is it is truly something for hell. There 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 should be no racism on earth. There is only racism in hell because hell is terrible, and there is only room for tolerance on earth. But the fact that she has this racist proclivity. I believe that the demon got to her. And so we, and, but the thing is, you have to be willing. You have to accept it first. And so people in Europe, they're going to see this band come in and it's going to be Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, Joe Perry, and they're just going to want to hang out with them. And then they're going to say, hey, we're all going up to my, you know, our, our hotel suite. You know, but one thing first, I got to give you a kiss on the neck, you know, and then they're going to say, okay, go ahead, you know, and they'll stretch out their neck, bada bing, bada boom, two seconds later, they become a vampire themselves. And then they have groupies, they have vampire groupies, they have a great night, and then they they say goodnight, and then they leave them in their town and their sleeper cells. They go out and they, they bite other people slowly over time creating a vampire underbelly all across Europe. Just like what they're doing in America, they're going to try to do it to Europe, and Europe let them do it. Wow. Gio, I think that really opened my eyes up to the whole situation. Here I was thinking that uh, they were putting up these blocks to help protect people from ghosts, but really what they're doing is they're creating more incentives for you to go in person. They're blocking them from the internet because they know that the forces, you know, you're getting a lot of ghosts through the internet, but the possession that happens in person 
you know, those bonds are much stronger and much harder to break. It's a little bit more old fashioned, but once it's set in, there's no shaking it. Exactly. And Johnny so Depp, I'm, I'm spooked. Johnny Depp knows this. Oh, it's, he, of course, he Johnny is, Depp. He's playing in and, the middle. And it had to be him. It had to be Johnny Depp, everybody. You, you guys couldn't choose another person in, in your rock and roll band. You had to choose an, an actor, but not only a actor, the actor, Johnny Depp. So what kind of band are they in? Obviously, he, he turned them all into vampires. And now... I mean, yeah, they're all they're Hollywood vampires. Like, it's Hollywood, not yes. even subtext, people. It's text. It is, it is pure text. And they're going to be on tour. They're going to be in Switzerland and Sweden, Germany, Ireland. They're all over the place. And there's really nothing we can do. The only thing we can do is just thank heaven that they are not in America right now. Because we have other things at hand so i'm gonna call that just real quick actually <laughs> real quick there was one one thing that i did see about johnny depp um apparently while he was out and about um playing a show i believe this was last night um a group of women tossed their bras their brassiers at him as they call him in europe Yes. Now, and okay, so this is another uh, another visual uh, mental exercise, guys. I want you to imagine a black bra, because these women were wearing black brassiers, flying in the air, being tossed. It kind of looks like a bat. Wouldn't you say, Rob? Wow. Uh, yeah, totally. That is some uh, imagery. I think that's a call-out. Uh, I would be watchful of of these women and their close contacts to johnny depp if they're 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 basically throwing saying turn us into vampires we want to be bats we want to become bats just like you just like you're a bat just like joe perry and alice cooper is a bat so just be be wary guys um wear a sports bra or something when, when you go to concerts because one you don't want to you don't want to be messing around and, and and hurting yourself hurting your chest and two, you, you can't throw uh, your, your sports bra um, and have it look like a bat. It just won't look like a bat. It'll look like a piece of cloth, like a regular shirt. And, that, and you'll know you'll be safe because, you know, you don't want to accidentally throw your brassiere out there to a vampire if you don't know that they're a vampire. And they think that, you know, that's their calling card. They say, like, oh, yes. they want to become a vampire. And when you're just sense. trying to, right, if you're just trying to have a good time trying to show how much you appreciate the music. Um, it can be taken in the wrong way. So sports bras, that's the way to go. Yes, that is our, our recommendation for concerts. So that's the end of Depth Step. Um, thank you so much once again, everybody, for your support. We, we really thank you. Uh, this has been really great for us, Depth Step. So we're going to do it once again whenever we get information as to what is going on in the world of Johnny Depp. But uh, there was one thing that I, I wanted to continue the debate a little bit on Roseanne because I, I don't think we're done. We talked about her past. We talked about her present. Um, there's one more thing we need to talk about. Um, so like I was saying, she is opening herself to this brand of conspiracy. This crazy brand of conspiracy that only certain people will believe. She's she's oh. going she's going to say 
all of these things now. And because she is now censored by Disney and by, you know, the media, other people, people that are anti-media, people that are uh, more pro-conspiracy, they're going to take her more seriously. She is going to become a figurehead in the conspiracy theory world because of what happened a couple days ago. You know, and I think that what's to worry about is that people that are into conspiracy theories are very passionate about the conspiracies. And, you know, it really kind of grinds my gears as a, you know, educated sort of fact-based resource that we are as scientists as we are to have people that feel like they can go out there and say anything that they want and don't even think about the consequences of their words mm-hmm. uh, just to rile people up. You know, as we said, you know, people get riled up and they get to do all sorts of crazy things and they'll follow whoever they, uh, the, whoever's saying these things as well. And it goes back to those racist demons. Yes, it goes back to the demons like the demons that Harvey Weinstein and Morgan Freeman were talking to. Now, this is a club, an old boys club and an old girls club, apparently. Um, it, it is a genderless club of, of people that will suck off a demon uh, for just for fun. And, and apparently Roseanne was part of this, this whole debaucherous party. And what is going to happen... Well, it's not just for fun, Joe. It's for power, right? Yes, you, you do suck for power. That is true. They they did suck for power. That that is very true. But it is the suck is not over because she has been hit rock bottom. And what is at rock bottom? Hell. Hell is rock oh, I, bottom. I was gonna say rocks. Sure. I mean there are there are tons of tons of rocks in hell. That's sulfur that's mostly, I think. Yes. Most mostly stinky sulfur. And Roseanne was just knocked into hell. And she is going to brew with all of the demons and with all of the people that will believe in her now as a contrarian. And she's going to rise up. And this is going to be something, and this is something that we were talking about, and it is a new segment that we're going to start talking. It is called The Haunted Underground Railroad. This is a pipeline to the White House. It is a tale as old as time, uh, a song as old as crime, and punishment. Except in in this case, the punishment for crime, the punishment for for saying, for word crime, you know, for political crime, is you get to become president. You get to go to the White House and you get to live in the most haunted house in America, the White House. Rob, politics, uh, I know, are very dicey to talk about. But obviously, in, in, in this day and age, we just have to start, start talking about ghosts in every avenue. This, this isn't a, a time to be afraid of, of ghosts. And when you see it, you have to say it. So let, let's start talking about it. Yeah, and I think I want to, you know, let our audience know, too, that we believe that you should hold your beliefs. You know, this isn't really necessarily about beliefs. 
and belief systems of how you believe politics should be. We're talking about a system that is. And it's less to do about the way that, you know, we as the people think about how our country should be run and the way that it is being run for us by ghosts. Very by ghosts, yeah. With very specific agendas that, you know, kind of foster and cultivate these personalities to take positions of power and to take specifically really in that white house. Mm -hmm. It is about the location. What, what the number one rule in real estate is location, location, location. And the white house is the prime spot for seances. If you want to go and talk to anybody from the past, you spend a night in the white house. You, they will come knocking at your door. Okay, there are diaries of people that I have read, personal diaries. I I cannot disclose anonymously these diaries in confidence. I read them, but they talk about nights spent in the White House. Uh, Michael Wolf has a book called Fire and Fury. Now, Fire and Fury sounds a lot like hell. He might have gone to a seance that went a little far south. A little too south than he imagined it would go. Maybe he went to hell one night and saw some fire and fury. And he should know being a werewolf. Exactly. But he's used to the moon. He's used mm-hmm. to the, the, the rock above above our heads, not below our feet. And and that's why I believe he was so scared. And and, and like a a dog, he ran with his tail between his legs away from the White House. But we should not shame him for this. I would have done this myself were, were I him. I would have ran away uh, at first sight, at first glance. You can't, you can't get me in, in that door. All the negative energy that is in that house, all the artifacts. You have to remember, guys, they burned the original White House down. That's right. And pieces of that White House are still in the new renovated one. So... Think about fire. Think about the chaos. It, 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 is, it is as if they, they created hell, and then they, they burned it, and then they brought it back and, and took parts of hell and built around it. And it's what we're saying about reboots. They basically rebooted the White House on top of the old structure. So you have ghosts just within ghosts, within ghosts, people. Exactly. Compounding to the nth degree. And like, and I'm so glad that you brought back reboots because, yes, this is a war against reboots because it compounds ghosts, ghosts against ghosts on top of ghosts. And Roseanne was just the beginning. Hopefully, hopefully her, her fall in popularity kind of leads to a trend of maybe like – uh. Networks not wanting to take the leap of rebooting old episodes and old TV shows. I hope so. But obviously this is Disney we're talking about and other companies. And they're going to do anything they can to make a buck. So I believe, this is my prediction. In the next, I'm going to say 20 years. I'm, I'm going to say 12 years, okay? Roseanne Barr will run... For president, she will make it to the primary. She will lose 
but then get picked up as vice president during the full campaign race. I'm calling it, okay? She's going to Sarah Palin herself into the White House, except Sarah Palin will be the leading candidate. It is going to be wow. a Sarah Palin, Roseanne Barr ticket. Guys, mark my words. 12 years from now, you're going to be eating crow, all of you. Because you're laughing now. I can see it. I can hear it. But guess what? Your boy is sensitive. I am so sensitive that you guys can't even imagine. I can feel 12 years from now. Well, I can. I feel it. It's happening. I mean, I think, you know, we should all be listening. Gio called, you know, the Trump presidency about 12 years ago. So here he is yet again on the same timeline. We got to listen up because no one listened the first time. Uh, when first time Gio told me about the ghost to White House pipeline, frankly, I was a little confused. I didn't understand what he was talking about. But here it is. We see it. We're living in it right now. So uh, there is no really question about it. This isn't a subjective thing. It's true. It's real. So it open real. up your eyes, everybody. You have to consider our president is, is only there because he fell into this pipeline. Or better yet, he was pushed through this, this pipeline. Like, like many people before him, like Ronald Reagan. This is, yep. the, this is the Hollywood to the White House track, okay? But it, it doesn't go, you don't go clean, okay? You go like Andy Dufresne, you go right through the shit, through a, a, a pipe full of shit. And at, when you get to the other side, Morgan Freeman follows you. Just like that movie where I was just talking about. And he's a bad guy. I just I just wanted to bring that one back in. Morgan Freeman, you're a bad man, dude. I, I I was reading the reading some of the stuff, and he is he's he is he's guilty. He's guilty as fuck. Um, I mean, just think about the, that behavior. He's basically been stalking people through film for years now, just with his voice, watching yes. everyone's move all the time. He has uh, acted as president in multiple movies. I I saw him act as president. Wow. In a movie called Olympus Has Fallen with Gerard Butler. Very haunted movie. I, I had to escort my mother out of the movie theater because she was having an episode, an attack, a ghost attack. I, as sensitive as I am, my mother is, is 10 times more sensitive. And I should have known going to a, a movie called Olympus Has Fallen. Olympus is literally heaven in, in, in Greek mythology. So, I mean, I should have I known, honestly. They were talking. It was it was the end of, of heaven. This movie. So Morgan Freeman played the president in a movie about the end of heaven, where he sat in the White House. So if we didn't know then, I mean the writing was on the wall, guys, and and it, and it all stems back to the connection to the White House, which is just real quick why I love the movie Independence Day. Uh, because one, it, it shows it, it's about independence. If it is an allegory about ghosts fighting off ghosts, if, if you just if you switch out the word alien for ghost in that movie, it's a perfect movie because because the ghosts finally destroy the White House with with their corruption, and then humans find a way to beat the ghosts 
if if this if we switch out aliens and ghosts in in an independence day it's as if we get our independence from from ghosts in that movie and that's such a powerful thought to to have and i just wanted to share that with people whenever i feel down i just imagine that independence day was about ghosts instead instead of aliens wow i i have a tear in my eye that was beautiful thank you um so that is the end of the segment of the haunted underground railroad so just so just, yeah just also to clarify people this is i know we're using the term underground railroad the um famous uh destination yes of course yes the famous this famous route i should say the destination being freedom the mm-hmm. route being uh escaping slavery from the south to the freedom in the north uh this is a twist the haunted one think of it in a separate way this is your destination is your enslavement to demons and to a system that entraps you uh so this is a straight it's the opposite you're going the wrong way so you, you have to think about it this way okay so people that were fleeing fleeing racism in the times in the 1800s right this is this is uh all kind of for the sake like you said of freedom now in this modern time it is the racists who are running who are Mm -hmm. fleeing who are hiding and so it is so they themselves have created their own bastardized bastardized version of the underground railroad so it is we are not coining this term we are we are commenting we are giving the news this is what is happening okay we you, you can call we don't have to call it uh, an underground railroad if you guys don't like it we can call it a pipeline um like a dakota access pipeline but really like rob was saying this is what is this is the news we are reporters we are scientists um, and this is not a political opinion. This is just something that we have to tell you or else how are we going to be able to sleep at night if, if we don't tell you? Because at the end of the day, it really is an exercise of love, what we're doing for you guys. We, we do this for nothing. We do this for, for just for the grat- gratitude that we get some, we get some emails and, and it does feel nice. But really... We're doing this because we need the truth to come out. Mm-hmm. We need it to come out. It, 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 it's not, we don't want it to come out. We need it to come out. And so un, until we get all of the truth out, we're not going to stop coming back for more. And so we're going to keep on coming. Um, and, and, and I plan on coming as many times as I can. Um, back for the truth as many times as I can. So, And I hope you, you all join us in that in that quest. So if you're listening right now, uh, we hope you like and subscribe and follow and tell your friends to do the same and stay in the scene. Everyone we need a, you know, this is, again, we say this all the time. This is only possible through our street team, through you. So keep on doing the good work, fighting the good fight. Uh, we're going to make it together, everybody. That's right. And of course our Instagram is ghost in the meme, uh, with the underscore in between each, word uh twitter at ghost in the scene uh like you said give us those five stars uh leave a review positive you just say whatever you want just 
tell us about a ghost and tell us about a, a moment that you felt stronger than a ghost. Because I'm sure there are tons of tons of times when you feel that you could conquer anything. And that means that includes ghosts. So have a good week, guys. We will see you next time and be safe out there. Take care.